Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 135. Happy World Cup, everybody. How's that other football? Can the Bills go back-to-back in Detroit Rock City? We'll find out on America Thanksgiving. Weird Mike's favorite holiday. The guy's on a heater. Let's go, George Pickens, and the prop of the day. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah! Welcome to Look Who's Talk, episode 135, your favorite NFL gambling show uh, based in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, or slash basically all over from coast to coast, Canada, wherever you're listening. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and bonagam. And I wish we knew how to say hello in Saudi Arabian because they are having a big day. Celebrating so hard on Instagram their win over Argentina that they took the doors off their party. Probably the most enjoyable day to ever be a Saudi Arabian. Ever. Uh, <laughs> either way, uh, congrats on the big win. Saudis. Um, if we have any Saudi listeners, DM me if you guys are allowed to use that platform. Uh, speaking of platforms, follow us at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking. If you can't spell that, surprised you found the show. And congratulations on just sort of doing life. The hottest handicapper north of the border on a three, three-week heater uh, that I know about. Uh, Weird Mike from Centennial Studios in Toronto, Ontario, uh, joining me for episode 135. Since we were stacking microphones on cereal boxes uh, at Kipling Studios, it's been a lot of fun. Brought to you, of course, by everyone at Huck Media and our mustache twisting, Titans cheering, flyboard sensation, Andy Huckle. Uh, how you boys doing? How was your weekend? And holy shit. There's other football, and it's also very exciting, and it's on at great times of the day for those of us that don't work a regular schedule. You guys been watching the World Cup? What's going on? I'll defer to Huck because you know I got a shit ton to unload. Yeah, so did. Huck's a man of few words. Go for it, buddy. I have not watched one minute of soccer yet. <laughs> figured that. Figured that. Uh, Canada with a big match tomorrow. Huck, your Titans buried me on, on Thursday Football, it wasn't a Hugh pick, but I was on it. I like the Packers. Why do I keep betting against your team? What what am I doing? Good good question. I keep asking myself that. Even uh, Craig Waits himself messaged me to congratulate me on the Titans win. <laughs> he also sent me a big, big what's up. Uh, and Argos for the Argos Great Cup win. Congratulations. Shout out. We don't talk a lot of CFL on this show on purpose. For a variety of reasons um but yeah anyway shout out to the argos and all argo fans uh big comeback win against the blue bombers great name blue bombers <clears throat> I, Watch um, the great- mike i i did not even though i bet on it and won because it don't matter what kind of football you said it in the intro hugh cfb nfl world cup cfl i went down to the carmel game i got down on that halftime line this guy <laughs> is goddamn high on football okay it it's here this is the legendary stuff okay the weird pick was the only blink you goddamn denver broncos i told you one and one went the weird pick i'll be Spitting out two fire picks coming up shortly. Um, yes, Argos. Got to shout him out. And uh, I was reminded of our legendary Grey Cup tale, Hugh, where um, we decided to pass on the game and watch Sunday Night Football on our phones. 
at the great at the great cup at the official great cup after party at the great cup no no the great an hour early yeah yeah (laughs) we chose pocket iphone dazen over live championship football well no and there was there's there was no scalpers none none i wanted to go in the back door everybody and our boy hugh talked me out of it nevertheless I have some relationships in the sporting world that I, I don't want to be obsc- obscured by a trespassing uh, thing at in at Calgary Stadium, whatever what state, what state McMahon Stadium. Sure. I get it. I get how you um, didn't want to. That's yes. why I didn't force it. Right. Because anyway, let's let's leave it there. Um, because thirties, we can't be trespassing. <laughs> I'm a big. I couldn't think of a better week to be this hot. You're right. It's like my seventh favorite day of the year, not a holiday. It's like seventh, sixth, seventh favorite day of the year. This Thursday, hope you listen to this show beforehand. We're pulling out all the stops at Centennial, folks. Okay, we're paying it forward. All this money that I've been cashing out, we're going to sprinkle amongst the look who's talkers. We're talking full bird, catered, all the trimmings, stuffing. Get your ass down, open cast and call. You show me that your phone is subscribed to Look Who's Talking. You get yourself a real estate for the afternoon and a hot meal and probably a loss of 30 to $45 in dice. But, hey, you had yourself a great time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, official uh, official Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving party for football watching. If you're a Look Who's Talker, come on by uh, Centennial Studios. Uh, just DM at Weird Mike. Correct. Also, the password is New England Clam Chowder. But I will the not red. be telling you red or white. I will not be telling you red or white. Um, I think I just in addition did. to your football feast, some of my Thanksgiving faves include the Macy's Day Parade, which starts at 9 a.m. You would be a parade. You you are a parade watching guy, eh? Uh, uh, only that one, man. It's the only one I like. Production value, man. Real money invested. And your entertainment. We're not talking a tractor down the streetsville Main Street. You understand? I could see babies. Ba- I could see baby cat taking you one day for like your 60th birthday to New York City to watch the Macy's Day Parade. You got in a lawn chair. Tell me in. And of course, the dog show. But I am fearful that the World Cup, Jeff, will take away. Uh, From- you know, the sec- the secondary attention must be paid towards the. Beautiful game, right? Weird Mike's an avid dog show watcher on American Thanksgiving. Uh, tries to bet on the bet on the pops. Either way, yeah, we got the World Cup going on. You know what, folks? When you're handicapping sports, look, it's you know we all trinkle on pretty much every sport. I get it, but know know your focus, know your strength. Okay, I'm really good at football, uh, not an American football. All right, so uh, you know you you could you could differentiate your unit amounts based on the sport and based on how well you know it. Uh, I know very little about soccer. I, I rarely would ever put down a $4 bet in an NFL football game. Uh, I think I know my stuff. I want my units higher. But I did a $4 same game parlay on that Wales-USA game the other day, and here we go, 28 beans. But uh, speaking of units, uh, prop of the day is the one that brings me mine. And uh, George Pickens came through. I don't know if you watched the Steelers game, but he should have had like 150 yards. He was missed. He He's really good at getting open. And 
Pickett just missed him for a couple of deep balls, but he went over his receptions. He went over his yards and he got a touchdown. Uh, our prop of the day is 15 and five. Giddy up. We are still dead even at 500 at 32, 32 and two for the season after going three and three on you picks last week. 500. Way she goes. I'm also 500, Jeff. 13, 13, and one. It's very weird. Womp womp. Do you know what that means? That the best handicapper on the show right now, uh, aside from your rage smashing and my prop of the day, is Huck, who consistently picks the Titans. And correct me if I'm wrong, but since we started doing Forza Titana, since Huck went to to your you know the homeland, Italy, and was screaming Forza Titana from a wedding. You said this before the show that they're, they're uh, perfect against the spread. Correct. So weird, Mike. Uh, so Huck, Huck, Daddy, you're the best handicapper on the show. If you're picking the Titans every day, every I week. am. Uh, I am 17th in our season long pick them 34 and 32 what's the what's the what's the record sorry 34 and 32 let's farve and go huck dad there was one week where all three of us were exactly tied and i think it was at 500 um yeah shout, so shout out to betopenly.com bet.openly on tiktok and instagram the betting exchange one percent juice future of betting uh and because they're doing our prizes as well as Team LTD clothing, go to teamltdshop.com for the sweetest gear and just a whole uh, lifestyle. Love it. You know, Team LTD, living the dream. Um, yeah, they, they got, they're providing the prizes. We got, I believe it's 300, 300 bucks for first, 200 bucks for second, and 150 for, for third. Uh, for a look who's talking, pick six gift certificates online to Team LTD and uh, cash prizes. Uh, to use on betopenly.com. So you open a bet openly account and we'll put some funds in there. If you Woo. finish the top three, but look who's talking pick six. Uh, majority of the past few years, I've been right at the top battling with the likes of our look who's talkers from coast to coast, Jake Fristney, James Duhamel, Hearns, Visca. Um, um, I'm, oh, shit. Names just uh, escaping me, but uh, our man, my man out there on the West coast, uh, Fuck, what is it? Billy? Brian? I Brian. Hey, Brian Hiller. Yeah, there we go. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I'm floating around 500. Hawks above me. Weird Mike. Not sure where you are. But it's uh, an exciting uh, chase at the top. We've got some great handicappers listening to the show. Okay. Uh, enough about that. Enough about some World Cup, because uh, I'm not doing that well, besides my little same game parlay. Harris is on a bit of a World Cup heater. Question, Jeff. Yo. Are the Detroit Lions the best team in the NFL? No, of course not. Legit question. Legit no, it's question. Not. No, it's not. A Week 11. Question. What the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, I don't understand. What do you mean you don't understand? Oh, everyone listening to this to this podcast I right now just looked at their speaker being like, what the fuck's this guy talking about? It's all about time. I, I didn't say next week or the week after. I said right now. Are the Detroit Lions... The best. I don't think there's a team that I would want to play less on a short week at home on a tradition where they've sort of been bitch slapped. Like everybody used to roll, used to uh, up into and including last year, lay a turkey based clap witch on these guys at home. And now in come our beloved Bills 
Who did, you, did they stay in Detroit? Nobody stays in Detroit. For no, no, no. they flew home right after the game because okay, literally good. like a bunch of them had to shovel out their families. Like it was crazy. <laughs> I think it's a tough spot. I, I'm I'm only touching money lines. Yes. That's been the secret to the success. Everybody has been money lines or spreads that I want. Um, And yes, I've been paying a little more juice, but there's been a lot more little green check marks. And that's what it's all about. And I think the Bills are in a tough spot because, you know, they, they steamrolled your chicken little giants. Yeah, they did. Everybody lays an egg and maybe they pulled the plug sooner, but no, a game a game that was just like, hey, we want this and we're going to take it. No, that wasn't a, yeah, that, that was a miss by me. That was just a miss. Like, you know, sometimes you lose uh, or you pick wrong and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm okay with that. Cause eight out of eight, eight out of 10 times, these guys, these guys played under the same conditions. My team wins. Nope. Not with this one. Detroit and New York. I bet it's somewhere around 50, 50. Uh, that's, and that's not a good pick. Whenever you, whenever, you know, whenever you uh, are analyzing your own picks, just think to yourself, okay, if this, if this, if this game happened 10 times, you know, what, what, what's the most common thing that would have happened? So anyway, uh, yeah, bad miss on that one. The Lions offense looks good. Jared Goff looks good. That was a good road game for him. M coach MCDC, man, this guy's, guys should be a fucking wrestler. Like I'd love to see this guy in like in a ladder match for the intercontinental championship. Um, yeah. So I'm scared. I wouldn't touch that. I'm not touching that point spread. I'll be making same game parlays. Follow us at Hughes talking, by the way, for same game parlays and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I'll be throwing like Bill's money line with Gabe Davis over and stuff like that. But I won't be touching that nine and a half points. I think the only play here would be the Lions. And I won't do that. No. Bill's so, money line. Fucking nice to see that Josh's elbow is, uh, is yeah. okay. You know, every now and then, you know, in life, think. Things happen and you're just like, maybe God does exist because like, you're like, that might've been achieved through prayer. <laughs> Tough game. Uh, yeah. Hey, how about this? Oh my God. Kind of cool. Uh, you know, how I have my, if you've been listening to look who's talking for a long time, folks, first of all, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being a look who's talker. Uh, but I did have a theory in our truth of the week, like, I don't know, 40 episodes ago that the future of football is two quarterbacks on the field at the same time. All right. Who, who are they hunting to? And like, they can actually throw well. I'm not talking Taysom Hill. I'm talking like two Justin Fields on the, on the field at the same time. Well, you know, I might've been very early on this, but it doesn't mean I'm wrong. Uh, a very smart guy, Michael Lombardi, Bill Belichick's old assistant GM underneath him. You know, what the GM shuffle podcast wrote the book called genius football. Well, on a show I listen to, Straight Out of Vegas AM, uh, gambling podcast, awesome stuff. Uh, shout out, really good stuff. But uh, they talked about in the book, uh, in Lombardi's book, he talks about how that's the future of football. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. Uh, think of the options, think of the variables. I know it's kind of like gimmicky plays right now, but that was shotgun passing and RPOs 10 years ago too. So just look a little further in the future. How about that, Michael? I'm not the only crazy bastard thinking about you, that. Um, your mind, your thing just made me the genius football and the future of football uh, about who might want to play some of these positions, who wants to be a 
QB slash wideout, uh, QB slash tight end, right? Think uh, Coach Palmy if he was four inches taller and twenty inches heavier. You know what? What would <laughs> that look like, right? Yeah. And um, I, I think now with all this early payment to kids and nil and everybody getting paid from their local car wash, that that the future and the futuristic ideas are going to be shelved because why would anybody take a chance and not sort of pick a lane and sort of get the bag early? And I think that those kids getting that bag early is going to decrease the motivation to get the bag later. Like if you're paying a guy at 15, six, seven mil, instead of paying him 10, 12 at 22 years old, like the order crescendi has been shrunk on how and when people should be paid. And that's where my mind wandered in the future of football. That's not for today. I'm too hot and I'm too happy to worry about the, the potential yeah. to this game. We just wanted to bring it up. I thought that was kind of cool. Also, yeah. I love how, I love how your mind wandered to somewhere where you said the word crescendi, possibly in the correct context. Oh, absolutely. Correct. If that's a word, is that multiple crescendos? I said order crescendi. <laughs> Was the prefix? Now it sounds like a dessert. <laughs> I think we have a couple of crescendi on the way home. Hey, so the Bills uh, are playing uh, in the first of three wonderful football games on Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, two years ago, driving home from Calgary. Three years ago, three, three, three years ago driving home from the Grey Cup. Uh, missed all three games, but was facetiming with uh, everyone at Centennial Studios watching it. Okay, that's the uh, that's the last time I was here. Makes its return. Super excited for the whole squad. Even the big dog coming out of hibernation. How about for that? A jaunt. Um, you the second game. Second game is Giants Cowboys and boy, it's Jerry's time to shine. Everybody's coming to Jerry's world, and they're gonna lay a beat stomp on your chicken little giants because everything's going to catch up to these New York teams. Okay. The giants, uh, the jets, I don't it's think just so. bad timing, man. It's, it's not like an indictment on who they are. They just got rolled by a physical run heavy team. And now three days later, they got to travel across the country to play a physical road, heavy run team. So it's just a bad spot. I should, I, I don't think so. I think just because they've already played this year as well, you know, like I, I don't, uh, they're not doing anything different. Like they're just, you know, Tony Pollard's really good. They're getting to the ball more, but uh, I, I think I think the Giants can keep it close. I wouldn't take the Giants money line, but uh, will you pay? St stick around later on. Um, I'm sometimes you got to be pretty stubborn. I'm picking two teams that lost for me last week in big ways because I feel like the public overreacts. We've talked about this before. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, we'd have a storyteller logger. Uh, anytime touchdown survivor contest and there's two people left. This is our second one this year. There's two people left. All right. A bunch of people took Dalvin cook, uh, and Justin Jefferson last going into last week against the Cowboys. A lot of people got eliminated on that. So we got Brian Hiller and Brayley Peel. uh, Bray shout out. Uh, one of our Muskoka TJ's fellas, uh, from the Ben Devlin association of humans and it's a big association. And uh, Brian Hiller, who worked with me at HOC, 
uh, way back in the day, hockey opportunity camp, shout out. A lot of fun there. Holy shit. So yeah, good luck. Uh, and you're going to win yourself uh, four or five cases of Storyteller Lager. Delicious. Um, oh my God. The, speaking of the Storyteller, like, you know, what got you this week? Rocking a little update on our friend. He's out of Survivor. Oh no. Who? Packers. On Thursday? On Thursday. I know. All the Hawks throwing his hands up. He had it was them or the Chiefs or the Giants that we were that was that were being considered because of like the teams he had left. It was a tough week, man. If you didn't have like Baltimore or you know Chiefs. So we went we and like he called me taking them either. And like we had a long talk about it and playoff game for the for the pack. And I don't know. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking for Hewlett. You it sounds like you got your fingerprints on that pick. I thought we were gonna stay away from him. No, no, we've been doing this all season, but like I've been letting him do his own pick. He's just been asking me what I think, whether I like as it. if he took the Packers and left know, the Chiefs on the table. Shout out Adam, uh, our uh, uh, our friend, providing all these prizes for four four different contests now, going back two years of look who's talking and providing some delicious, tasty treats. Shout out my brother. He's got some uh, he's got some futures stuff going on that's really exciting too. Uh, Big fan of the Buffalo Bills as always, and we will see what happens. I've been also. I was telling him about the futures that I told you guys last week. The odds have not changed for my truth of the week last week. So if you're interested, these are the two futures that I laid last week: one unit on the Bucks, one unit on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Plus twenty two hundred, plus sixteen hundred, Bucks and Bengals, two teams that I think will win their division. And what do we say on this show, folks? You can win your division. You can win the Super Bowl. Because the tournament is really short. Shorter than like any Adam hockey tournament you ever had at Meadowville Four Rings. All right. Three, four games. I uh, you can get there, you can start hedging, all that stuff. Uh okay, so yeah, the exciting stuff with our TD contest for Storyteller Beer. Forza Titane is rolling four straight against the spread. They got the Bengals coming into town for a weird Mike revenge game. Smells like a weird Mike Revenge game. Yeah, serve it up hot and cold. Titans off the mini buy. When a Packers dominant win, now they're home dogs to a team that embarrassed them as a one seed. Yeah. Um, I actually don't like it. I've been preaching the revenge the whole way. Um, I kind of like the Bengals to be on a bit of a roll here. I feel like now is their time. Remember, that was a lot about the Packers' ineptitude more than the Titans winning that game. They did some plays. They did some good, but Packers, you know. I don't know. That was really like, I, I'm not, I was not ready to be so impressed by the, by Hawks Titans. I wasn't. And like, that was pretty impressive, like pretty impressive win, especially at the line of scrimmage, just getting Henry's yards, having the creativity to like, you know, like throw like the Derrick Henry jump, jump pass. I, I like that. Now, are you going to win on gimmicks all the time? No, but I think there's something wrong with Aaron Rodgers' thumb. I think he's underplaying oh, the thumb injury because no, he, no. he, he, him missing some of these throws. Look, I've been hating on Aaron for a decade, but it's not because he's inaccurate. You know, he's an accurate son of a bitch. Uh, I question his leadership and stuff like that in playoff games, but the guy is 
almost he pisses me pisses you off how accurate he is and he's missing these throws so thumb is a guys you you know how he went everywhere and told everybody did that ayahuasca trip yeah and he like really lost himself in it and the whole process and everything i was reading up on i almost did it like a few years ago there's like a three month mind fog that can hang around after an authentic ayahuasca experience i'm not talking your your buddy at the corner store who gives you a little baggie and says hey have some fun i'm talking into the fucking woods locking yourself in the cabin really escaping it your mind pays a penalty for that openness like there's a fog this is this is not just some quackamire theory here folks this is studied shit like you really want to open your mind there's consequences to it and i don't know i just thought that maybe this fog was and i don't know i just something's off the thumb he, he's looking ah. foggy he's looking foggy to you yo oh, huck really i think our, really our buddy kadzi i think kadzi did something like this didn't he the the aya he did something where he went down to peru and he went up into like basically like a temple and then like yeah didn't eat or drink anything for like a week and there then you like, go dude. he's all inhaled like the same type of shit that like batman does and batman begins like they just inhaled some opioids or some shit and then has like an out-of-body experience thought ghosts were chasing him and he said it was the worst thing that ever happened to him it was like a nightmare for three days and then when he came out of it it was the best thing that ever that he'd ever done and he's like you should do it i'm like it, you just described a fucking horror movie man <laughs> Um, you mentioned the Titans impressive win now, which feels almost like two months ago. It does feel a long time ago. <laughs> How about Titans? your impressive win before we they, get into the picks here? Are the Jimmy, Titans going to... Go ahead. Jimmy, forget the fucking Titans. We're off the Titans now, all right? You've been stroking them. I, I think... Anyway, I'm going to get to that later, too. There's my little preview. But uh, I've been you holding really my tongue excited, too long. You got really excited for Jimmy G there, didn't you? <laughs> You're gonna I hold did. It. I did. Because He's got silver hair now, and you're just loving it. <laughs> not only did we smash on it and get super hot on it, continue the streak, but as I'm watching the blowout in Mexico City, which is at 11,000 feet in a rainstorm, and this guy throws up a perfect game, I don't care who the opponent is. I'm starting to think to myself, they need to do a 30 for 30 on the thought process of who the fuck thought Trey Lance would be better to guide this ship than Jimmy G because this wasn't a kick ball pick at recess. This was like an eight month process that like involved dozens of suits and hundreds of probably millions of dollars of research and development. And, you know, they probably took like a Mr. Deeds chopper, like John Lynch and Shanahan and the Niners brass into Bozeman, Montana and landed in some hick town to find out what was really going on. Like, this needs to be studied. Who the hell thought that that could be possible? I don't care if Jimmy loses in the Super Bowl, Jeff. That's not an excuse because we are talking about leading men weekly. That's what this sport is. The last week is the most important week, but you can't get to the last week unless you lead them throughout. So to me, I just was just baffled. Baffled watching that blowout yesterday. I think, look, he played a great game. He looked, that was top-notch Jimmy Garoppolo, for sure, okay? But let everybody needs to calm the farm down. 
He beat Colt McCoy's Arizona Cardinals. And after a couple of picks, it was done. Like the game was over. It wasn't like a competitive game that he threw four touchdowns for. It's about everything. It's about everything. The four for four. You're right, Jeff. This week, probably against the Saints, they're nine-point favorites. You know what? Jimmy's probably going to throw that pick. Nobody's watching. He might even fumble that snap. The point is, is that Jimmy's their guy. That's the point. And sure, not everybody plays flawless every game, and we've seen them. Sometimes they're better when he doesn't throw a touchdown, right? So hey, he could definitely do the job. They just, but it's jokes though, because you're right. Like this wasn't some like snap decision. Like this was like a big process, and the and the background would be jokes on like to find out how this happened. Yeah. Agree or not, because I'm not necessarily sold as a bad decision yet. I mean, we haven't seen what we have. We haven't seen. If Trey Lance's career would, were to end right now, like obviously it was a horrible decision, but Trey might have some big years ahead. We'll see. Nah. I feel like Justin Fields was actually the pick they should have made. I mentioned that about six episodes ago. Like, why is Justin Fields not a 49er? Imagine him and CMC running that RPO offense. Like, it's over. There's the Super Bowl. There's the Super Bowl victory. That's what I think they were trying to get with Trey, but they didn't. Either way, the Niners look good. Three weeks ago, we told you to take the Niners a plus 1,200 to win the Super Bowl. Uh, not because I think they're going to win it, but I think they could definitely get there. And that's a nice hedge bet for you at plus 1,200. They moved down to plus 700 as of this recording. All over Super Bowl futures. Did really well with it last year, being able to hedge the Bengals all the way. So just find the team that can get to the Final Four and uh, it's at long odds, and you can just really have a lot of options to play with hedging in the playoffs. Sweet. Uh, it's injury season, as we say, because these injuries are getting more and more, and some of them matter and some of them don't. Leading into this uh, Bears-Jets game, it's uh, Justin Fields has a non-throwing injury to his, to his shoulder. Non-throwing, yeah, non-throwing shoulder, injury to his left shoulder. Let me tell you something. That's what I got, Okay. My left shoulder separated from my body a long time ago. Basically, uh, on the first run I ever had in high school football, when Jeff Boss did not run the pass pattern he was supposed to run, on my first pass it was supposed to be, Marvin looks back at me, sees what I see, the backup tight end, not running the route, but pass blocking. Uh, and I'm like, all right, Marvin's like, okay, Rita, let's go. And I got a 12-yard gain down the right side, but I my first tackle football, and I should have gone out of bounds, and I didn't. And two massive safeties just absolutely fucking destroyed me, and my non-throwing shoulder popped the fuck out. It actually happened a couple time, couple weeks before in hockey, in the hockey playoffs, but it really came out then. And, it, yeah, it doesn't affect your throwing, but it is hard to fucking play, all right? This is the truth of the week, folks. Uh, these injuries matter. And even though just like Baker Mayfield last year, and I picked against Baker Mayfield from the time his left, uh, his left shoulder dislocated uh, for like three weeks straight, Vegas just didn't handicap it. Right. It affects everything. You go to like, just stiff arm, a guy, your arm could come out. Uh, your arm could just get caught behind your body with like 10% pressure. It could pop out. And Justin Fields is dealing with that stuff on his non-throwing shoulder right now. So even though, yes, he can still throw the ball, playing professional football, especially for a guy whose massive super strength, super ability, is running for over 100 yards a game, uh, the Bears are going to be in some trouble the next few weeks. 
So truth week, even this week as four point underdogs to the Jets. Absolutely. Because it's just not been enough time. What you want when you have a separated dislocated shoulder is time. Give me like a week or two to get it back in with like, and let your muscles build back up around it. Let that scar tissue build up around it a little bit. So it won't come out as easily and just doesn't hurt just to move it. But uh, what could happen because it hasn't been enough time is it could pop out on the first tackle and pop out just a little bit or pop out and go back in or either way. It's just not, it's not been enough time to heal that. And that's what was happening to Baker too. So you just kind of sunk my battleship, Hugh. I was all set to take the Bears plus four and a half in my Don't. weird pick, but but with his uncertainty, also the Jets might bench Wilson. Yeah, I saw that. Which I don't believe, but I just think they're trying to send Zach a message, like, yo, no positions yeah, just guaranteed not, he's, here. He's gonna cower. That this is this isn't the message to get twelve million people in the largest city on the continent to get mad at you. It right. doesn't work for these Mormon dudes. Okay. Well, whatever they're doing now is not working. They they were they averaged two inches a play. See that on Instagram? What the fuck? Um too much QB uncertainty. You're right, he could go down. But the Jets also should have taken fields instead of Wilson, like, there's a lot. Anyway, there's a lot of. Imagine Jimmy G was on the Jets; they'd be Super Bowl faves. Fuck. But imagine he was on the fucking 49ers, running for 150 yards a game. You got CMC going for 150 yards, all-purpose passing, receiving. Like, who are you covering if you're the linebacker? Anyway, that's what they I were going it, for, and they missed. No, I did. Yeah, well, they definitely Dude, missed. That'd be even, that'd be even a better 30 for 30. Imagine Justin Fields there to be like a Hall of Famer. All right, and that's the 30 for 30. Not only did they just trade three picks and try to get rid of Jimmy G, they don't draft the guy that their RPO offense would just love. So I got to regroup my weird pick. I'm going to I'm going to stay clear with both QBs uncertain. All right. Um you got honors, buddy. A lot of big numbers this week, bro. Yeah, a lot of big numbers. 13 15 9 9 8 Whoa. Big numbers. I'm excited uh, to hear your pick, buddy. By the way, a couple things. Uh, shout out to FanDuel for giving a refund on any Rondale Moore prop last night. He got hurt on the first play of the game. Now, okay. props, you're always dealing with that sort of risk. This is why there's an advantage to picking sides. Half the team can get hurt. There's still going to be a game played, and someone's going to win, and someone's going to lose, and someone's going to cover the spread. Uh, and there's going to be an over and under. So that's what that's the, the risk that you deal with with props. But one thing that's happened with all this legalized sports gambling and just that many more people loving props, the same game parlays, is that prop betting has skyrocketed. It's gone up like 70% with money and tickets ever since you know the public has just quadrupled in size of betting. So no prop bet like this would ever be uh refunded before. They'd just be like, Yeah, pick the under next time. Like, but now. This is the third time I've seen this this season. Rondell Moore gets hurt on the first play of the game. And uh, FanDuel announced on Instagram a refund for any same game parlays where that was the only thing that he lost or any prop bet for him. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. We have loved that for Jerry Judy. But what are you going to do? <laughs> Can't win them all. Uh, yeah, the Rams are done. Yeah. Wow, what a soup! What a what a post Super Bowl apocalypse for for that franchise right now. 
done. Classic Hollywood, man. It's classic. You called this. You called this. Yes, of course. You know why? Because Hollywood wasn't invented last year. Okay. And they went out and tried and divided like a movie script by getting the big star and overpaying and doesn't care what the budget is. And we're going to have the best set slash stadium to do it and, and build up. And, and it's okay though. Honestly, I don't think he cares. Like, obviously you want to win every game you play, but like when you're at that level, Cronky management sports, like it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I wouldn't play Stafford a game. And just, and Aaron Donald probably shouldn't have came back. He's hitting himself. Like these people, if they really wanted to take one more tech in the can, they should have all taken this year off because there's no chance that everybody would have been that motivated. And that's another reason. Again, guys, I've shifted my gambling, but as Hugh gets ready to drop his picks, I'm picking winners. I'm picking winners. I'm overpaying for winners because I'm now trusting Who's going to win the game? No more back doors. No more heartbreak. A lot of times there's early cash out. So the bet's paid and your thought process is paid off instantly. And it's building confidence in the way I pick games. So I do think there's a, let's say I'm going to stay hot the app forever. And I'm not trying to do anything like that, but just sharing some raw data on how and why I'm doing this. And hopefully you are well capitalizing. I almost want to. I almost want a fucking down payment on a cottage on the weekend. Uh, I show. I actually Hernsey messaged me before the games. He's like, "You got anything going on?" I was asking me about a couple games, like Steelers or Colts or all this shit. And I sent him this parlayed same game parlay ticket. Thirty bucks paid fourteen thousand US. All right. Let's say there was ten variables on it. Went eight for ten. And honestly. Close needed a Bears win and Lamar Jackson to get like 30 more yards. Jeff, Close stuff. Um, may I remind you that this uh, super ticket of 14,000 would have only got a down payment in. I can't believe I'm saying it for the second time in this show. Bozeman, Montana. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? For, yeah, we're going to slap this guy silly here, Huck. You see how many months he's only been out of the GTA, forgetting how much life my life costs seven month K a month, you 14 grand. I thought it was 14 grand each one multiplied. 14 grand US? It's like 20, 20K, hey, not nothing. Hey, hey, I love it, but stop using the word down payment, okay? Just find something else to trail it. Okay. Anything I, you want. Yeah, okay. down, down payment's got to be six digits or more. Yeah, there we go. Tell him, Huck. All right, well, I'll up the ante. I'm going to add one more same game parlay. Let me tell you something. Let me promise Do you it. this, folks. By the end of the season, keep following us on Instagram because I'm going to win a fucking down payment on one of these parlayed super tickets. Uh, that I fucking study and like obsess over, and uh, yeah, and I'll post the down payment. I mean, I'm not even planning on buying a house, but spite does wonders, and you're gonna I'm see. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna match the spite with. because wherever you decide to put that down payment on, I will, I will match it, and then we will call it the Look Who's Talking House, and we will be forced to travel to whatever rumbing town you decided to purchase this home in because of the, anyway. Yeah, I guess I'm, you, I guess I'm matching. Matchy, matchy. Look at a Bowmanville, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you have three times. Drop it on him. Do it. Okay. I uh, just want to give a shout out here. Um, 
we mentioned Matt Stafford going through some concussion protocol. Uh, we're partnering up just for some awareness with the Canadian Concussion Center. Our friends, the Elder family, and uh, it's just in honor of our friend Ryan Elder, uh, who passed away uh, earlier this year, and we miss him. And uh, he's dealing with concussion stuff, and this will led to some this uh, this unfortunate uh, incident. And uh, we just want to bring up the the Canadian Concussion Center. Research diagnose, diagnosis and solutions. If you're looking to, to donate to something, and I know a lot of old hockey players like me, a lot of old water skiers like me, barefoot and flyboard and huck, you know, I've seen some of your barefoot falls. I think I still got them on my phone. Uh, we've all got our um, our head rocked uh, enough to have a little more awareness about it. So I'm going to look into it for m- myself as well because uh, I've always just sort of thought, ah, it's an engine light, you know, but I've had enough knocks. Yeah, check out the Canadian Concussion Center, and you should too. It's based at the Toronto Western Hospital, and it's part of the Kremble Brain Institute at the University Health Network. The CCC is led by internationally acclaimed concussion expert Dr. Charles Tater. The team includes world leaders in brain injuries, imaging, genetics, clinical care, neuropsychology, and psychiatry, working together to diagnose, treat, and treat persisting symptoms of concussions that do the research necessary to improve the diagnosis and treatment of concussions and their consequences. So I'm going to look into it a little more. We're a smarter world now. It's 2022. Uh, you get your car checked every couple of years. Let's get our head checked a, a bunch more, eh, guys and girls. Let's do it. All right. All right. Cue the Trice. Cue picks. You. All right. Cue picks went three and three last week. We're 32, 32 and two for the season. Exactly. 500. Uh, we've never been sub 500 on this show in going on six seasons, and we won't be this year. Just like my golf game, I'm a back nine bandit. Here we go. All right. <laughs> my gold pick of the week is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off their bye week from England. A world changing experience for that team, a veteran team, uh, just like two years ago, coming off their late bye week. I think it's fantastic for them. Uh, they're getting three and a half points. Uh, three and a half point favorites in Cleveland to play the Browns. The only thing I'm worried about in this game is weather. So, but anything besides a snowmageddon or a snowpocalypse or whatever the hell your local weather report wants to call heavy snowfall in your area, I think the Bucks are going to make a statement with this game. I got Tom Brady versus uh, Jacoby Brissett on the way out of the weird revolving massage door in Cleveland. Uh, this is one of his last few games, and I just think Tom Brady and the boys are going to sort of take this division under their wing, starting with this nice win over Cleveland. I don't think Jacoby Brissett and this running game is going to be able to keep up uh, with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They just had a hard-fought game against the Buffalo Bills. Keep in mind, the Bills are a hard-tackling, top-tier defense in this league, and they just had a long battle, man. That was a long game. I thought that game was going to end an hour before it did. Anyway, Tampa was relaxing, chilling. All right, coming back from England with a big win over Seattle. I like this spot here for the Bucks on my chart. It's a six point, uh, should be six. I'm getting three and a half. I'll take it. I think they're trying to tease you with the hook. And I'm not going to be on the uh, square side this week because the Vikings ate me for lunch last week. All right, gold pick. Take Tom Brady on the way to the playoffs, starting with a romp for the Cleveland Browns. Silver pick. All right, uh, another road fave. I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers, minus four and a half in Arizona. All right, I just think Arizona, your season is now done. 
it's a hard thing for a team who was hoping for the playoffs to sort of see. But coming home from Mexico City, you know, customs, travel, season done, veterans with injuries. Uh, is Kyle Murray going to be back? Not sure. Colt McCoy, not sure. So at this early line, again, by the time we listen to this podcast, this line could have changed based on Kyler Murray playing or whatnot. But if it's minus four and a half with a questionable uh, Kyler Murray, the Los Angeles Chargers, look, they just lost to one of the top two teams in the league. Uh, they almost beat them. I think the Chargers team is finding their groove a little bit on offense, and I like them. And Arizona's doing the complete opposite. Besides DeAndre Hopkins, nothing's working. So I'll take the Chargers. Minus four and a half on the road in Arizona. Not a scary road team, the Arizona Cardinals. Or a home team, should I say. Bad home record. I'll take the Chargers at minus four and a half. And uh, there we go. Our uh, bronze pick. I'm going with... The New York Giants on the road getting eight points at the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Look, I just think the Giants know the Cowboys really well. And when you know a team that has somewhat of a a low ceiling at quarterback, but a lot of skilled players, you know how to play them. And I think Luke Martindale specifically, after getting his shit kicked in by the Detroit Lions, is not going to put up two defensive stinkers in a row. The offensive game plan is going to be a lot more run, a lot more Daniel Jones run, and less... Less chance for Daniel Jones to throw the game away. I think we're going to get a very careful game plan by Brian Dable. And I, I like Brian Dable to basically outcoach Mike McCarthy in this one to cover that eight points. Dallas wins, but by four, eight's too much for a, a division game. They've already played once this year, so I don't think he's going to shit kick them twice. Okay, uh, number four. Yep, I'm taking the uh, New Orleans Saints. Let's go. Plus nine going into San Francisco. This is just recency bias. I think everyone just watched San Francisco in a standalone game on Monday Night Football look like the best San Francisco 49er team we've seen in years. And I, I, I saw it too. They look great. I think they're definitely one of the top two teams in the NFC. But this is too many points. It's just too many points for Jimmy G. It just... It, we got we got a good Saints team with a good Saints defense, a much better defense than the Arizona Cardinals. I got a healthy Alvin Kamara. They're going to give him the ball a lot, and uh, you know the Saints got some of their receivers back. Landry's back. Just more options. That's just too many points for a Jimmy G led team for me. Uh, I know they just did it against Arizona, but that was Colt McCoy. All right, let's go New Orleans plus nine. I think I'm on the sharp side here. Uh, Niners just too many points for a team that's hasn't been consistent enough for me to uh, just be getting nine points over a, you know, an average team like this, like the Saints with a good, an above average defense and a rock star running back. All right. Uh, my next team, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Too many points. Sunday night football. Uh, I'm getting Green Bay plus seven going into Philadelphia. Look, Philly, you know, they struggle against the Texans. All right. They just lost outright. And then they almost lost the Colts. That was the Colts game. They missed short field goal. They should have won that game. So you beaten beaten the Colts by one point. I don't see you beating Aaron Rodgers by a touchdown. I know something might be wrong with his thumb, uh, but it's still just too many points. He seems to think nothing's wrong with it. He's playing very weird throws. I'm not sure if it was you know opioids or Athawaska. I don't think I'm saying that right or whatever it is. But in my experience, in a primetime game, I'll take uh, I'll take Aaron Rodgers plus seven and just bite the bullet. Sometimes you got to be stubborn with this stuff. Uh, you know, taking the Giants again, taking the Packers again. Yep, they just got, you know, they got walloped last, two, last week. You just saw it. But I still, you don't just 
take teams off your chart or diminish them by three or four points. These are like one-point maneuvers. So I like it. Let's go Green Bay. Let's go Packers to keep it close. Again, every game for the Packers is a playoff game. So really, they can slip up. They don't need to win these games. Jalen Hurts looks good. Shout out to Philly. But it's too many points against Aaron Rodgers. And those are your Hugh picks. Giddy up. You. 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 I like Tampa Bay a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I'm really surprised it's not four or five. Interesting why they're kept it where they were. Maybe room to grow. Yo, I just realized that I only did five picks. My sixth pick, when the music's over, my sixth pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars plus four. Am I right? I like the way Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and this offense are moving the ball. Uh, they they were looking pretty good against the Chiefs, looking, looking great against the Raiders. I just like, also, I watched uh, watch NFL mic'd up, folks. Mic'd up is one of the best things to help you handicap games to really get to know these players besides just the stats and their plays. Get You get to know how they talk to one another. What do they sound like? What are these people? I'm a Trevor Lawrence guy. All right? I'm a Trevor. Officially on the Trevor Lawrence train. I want to invest in this guy as, as a football player. So I'll take, I'll take the Jacksonville Jaguars plus four at home versus uh, versus Baltimore. In, on my chart, this is a pick game, okay? Because, you know, we've got Jacksonville at home, two points for home, home field. So, uh, yeah, I'll take Jacksonville plus four. Good spot for them, I think. You really should have just left it at five. Smash and sprinkle returns, bypassing the Hugh pick rebuttal. Okay. Ravens minus four. <laughs> Not a Trevor Lawrence guy. I you heard it here. The guy's weird. Okay. He's weird. And the Ravens defense since acquiring Rokon Smith has been unstoppable. Unstoppable. Sure, their offense sputtered a bit. This is a short price in a stadium that is not intimidating. Probably some decent weather. Minus four. Lamar's a a Florida boy, too. Yeah. Big fan of the Ravens. Minus four is the smash. Man, I can't believe it. I I can't (laughs) believe he snuck in number six. Um, Roquan, man. I think the Jags, first of all, it was 27-10 until the last second with Jacksonville and KC. So this score was flattering. Wasn't really a game. In the first uh, half, it was. Then like the, the, there was a turnover, and that kind of changed it. Even the Cardinals yesterday had a, it was 14-10 at one time. Hewitt, I know. In the first half. Doesn't mean it should have been a win for them. Fair. Um, love it. I actually don't like a lot this week. Um, I'll, I'll I'll steady away just because the Giants already lost to the Cowboys. I really wanted to take the Cowboys in another blowout. But it is their second time, and Saquon is that guy who might have some crazy turkey day game, 270 around. Yeah, you know? hopefully. So, yeah, better. Anyway, I'm going to stick away from it. My, my sprinkle, everybody, is the... Washington Commanders, led by my new favorite coach in the NFL, Ron Rivera. Less is more. This guy's given one-word answers. Winning. Winning. Hashtag Heineke. Carson who? 
Okay, short price at home. Atlanta feisty team. Nobody likes betting against them. But the Bears coughed up that game on the road, gave up a kickoff return to first one of the year. They fucking are who we thought they are who we thought they were, but yeah. Probably the only one of the year. Anyway, point is that Atlanta should have lost that time that way three times. Now they come onto a sloppy track at FedEx Field versus a team that's streaking, a defense that's hungry, opportunistic. And I'm a couple of fours, a couple of Beltway fours. The gambling donut, the Beltway is the highway connecting Maryland, Virginia, and the DC suburbs. It's How about that? Beltway. It's called the How Beltway. And I got the Ravens who are on the Beltway. I got the DC Washington Commanders football team, Redskins, whatever the hell you want to call them. Minus four. Couple of four packs for a streaking handicapper. There's your Hugh picks and your weird pick. Oh, well, obviously, obviously, I don't like the Ravens pick, but I understand <laughs> it. Obviously, I don't like it. Uh, I'm on the Jags again. Just seeing what Trevor Lawrence and Etienne are doing, I, I like it. I think they're getting better every week. But I see where you're going. Uh, I like the Commanders pick. I was they they were my silver or. Uh, bronze pick last week came through for me. I like him, so I like that pick. I, I want to give honorable mention to the Miami Dolphins. I almost took what would have been my biggest Hugh pick favorite in years at minus 13, but I couldn't do it. But I think Miami's gonna smoke Houston. I just don't 13, point, 13 points is too many. You get backdoored with shit like that. I actually think they're gonna come out a little flat, uh, off the bye, you know. Seven extra days in South Beach, usually not a good thing. Dude. And it's like that coach has like total authority and autonomy, like bed checks and tight ship. Like those guys got down. So I think there's a little bit of rust and uh, I don't love the game, but I can see a sluggish Miami out of a bye versus a team with no real urgency. It's my official honorable mention, the Miami Dolphins. I don't play 13 point favorites in the NFL, like basically fucking ever. But uh, if you like them, I support it. If the, if the Houston secondary had a problem covering the Washington receivers to the point where it was like over in the second quarter, and good luck with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. So yeah, it should be a good game. All right. I think, I think maybe uh look who's talking t-shirt that hopefully we got coming soon. Sloppy track. Uh, at weird Mike, hey, that'd be good, eh? Sloppy yeah. track. Just, but just if that, I'm wearing that. If I'm wearing says, that sloppy or, track. Yeah, but okay, so let's say I wear that shirt, right? Sloppy track. Now, are girls thinking at the bar or women thinking at the bar, like, I don't shave my nuts because <laughs> this is a sloppy track? Maybe and, we got to add something else, eh, Huck? Like, not you know just I mean? like, sloppy track, but like maybe some goalposts or something. Like, tough game. Yeah, Tough game, go. sloppy track, road dog, you know, like just the, like something like that. Like what I'm trying to say is I don't need any further incentive for a woman to yeah. initially write me off. Before. <laughs> so let's let's try. And, ooh, ooh, we need ooh. something to eliminate. I got an idea. We make an image, like a logo of like a silhouette of a kicker slipping like Linus style, oh, right? Like, like going to kick a field goal, but he's slipping like in midair and you see the goalposts. And then it just says, Slop, watch out for the sloppy track, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. 
as we approach Christmas, we'll have, we'll have some more uh, ideas like that as I working with Team LTD or possibly going through Shopify or figuring out just sort of how to do this so that you can order a Look Who's Talking t-shirt or hoodie or hat and a couple of these t-shirts we're going to make. And what's the best way to actually be able to go from order to shipping to you because there's a bit of a logistical problem there just going right through Team LTD as they've explained to me. Which is, which is something I get. So I'm working through some of those issues, but hopefully we'll have some of that available for Christmas. Also, we're starting up Hughes Holiday Helpers. Uh, I'll be launching the GoFundMe. I think it's just always going. And they just, the Holiday Helpers just sort of gets paid every couple of weeks while we're doing it during the holiday season. But either way, uh, we've been doing it for two years now. I think we've raised around two grand. So that's awesome. Let's keep it going. So I'll post the GoFundMe at Hughes Talking. And, uh, yeah, if you have any, you know, if you have any extra wins, or if you're following Weird Mike's heater, or if you're following Huck's stubborn heater of Forza Titane, Titans against the spread, uh, you know, hey, it's the season of giving. If you win a little bit, give a little back. Uh, we support Holiday Helpers, which is a organization in the Greater Toronto area that Greater Toronto area that helps uh, less advantaged families have, uh, a, a, you know, a nice holiday. Christmas tree presents and a nice meal for Christmas. Sweet stuff. You know, gambling doesn't have to be selfish. Let's do it as a team and give back as a team. That's why we look who's talking community. And that's why we're having so much goddamn fun. Uh, keep following our prop of the day. And I'll be posting some super tickets because I'm winning a fucking down payment. You motherfuckers. I'm going to post that shit. All right. And I'm going to match that shit. You know, we're gonna build two different buildings. All right, you can't be walking around in your matandis like we're, while, while we're like fifty-five. You know, although I'll come to the Macy's Parade with you and Baby Cat, that'll be fun. Yes, yeah, tickets are more expensive than you think, bro. <laughs> yeah, all right, we got anything for shut the huck up? Or is it Titiane? Video up. Prop of the day is fifteen and five. We'll be posting that this weekend. I think I see two that I like already. So let's go try to go for seventeen and five. Follow Weird Mike's. Heater at Weird Mike on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Hughes Talking. And follow Huck Daddy and Huck Media for any drone or media needs at Huck Media. Thanks a lot, folks. Happy Thanksgiving, America. It was a real sunny day. We were chilling in the land of the Kemper Down Park. Nobody had a frown. Reminiscing on the days where we used to have a place. Everybody came around and we laxed out on the lays. And remember when we drink and we smoke and we'd spar and we'd laugh.